Welcome back. It feels good to be back. It does. It feels good to be back. Like, it's been, what, three days? <laughs> Every episode is us trying to get Loki to not hang out with us, even though he really wants to because he's so loud. <laughs> we released our first four episodes on Monday. We got a huge response. Huge. Like, I'm... I honestly get emotional thinking about it like what the fuck happened people listened people liked it we got people's stories as well like i cried about several people who messaged us no genuinely it was great to hear like how everybody could kind of relate to things we were talking about i like did not think that anybody anybody would relate or listen to it and be like wow i've or like care to hear what i i'm thinking right right laughing at my jokes because like like, i know i'm funny thank you (laughs) that's off of the champagne oh abigail found champagne that's in a can it's in a glass now but it was in a can and she bought how many of them four four of them four different flavors becoming heather dubrow where's the champs where's the champs did i hear a cork pop also, how did you like that surprise episode? We completely oh, forgot know. about it. <laughs> I hope you no, listened. Right? Well, by the time they listen to this, yeah, it'll be out. I mean, three more minutes. <laughs> Useless information to y'all. It's out to you. Oh, that's right. Oh my gosh. Oh, mm, there it is. But actually, I, I just want to give a shout out and say thank you again for listening and rating and just like following us thank you so much you guys are amazing we can't wait to share more stories with you all that good stuff we are willing to share just about anything i'm an open book baby i'll let you in fill you in i got stories galore lessons galore (laughs) my boundary year so like it's still to an extent (laughs) she's saying priorities in 2021 are me what i wanted to talk about is just genuinely a question that i was asked the other day because i so my husband's friends always make fun of me saying that i'm an old person because i drink diet coke just because you drink diet coke that like puts you in a box as being an old actually now that i think about it everybody that i like my grandma drinks diet coke my grandma all right, so now that I know that you're agreeing with him. <laughs> no, you're actually right. Oh my god. So, Let's talk about this. I just have old person te- like yeah, because like he exactly. That's just what is so that's one of my I have a very many old person traits, but I was wondering what you think your old person tra- and who, why do you think it started because I know why my diet coke old person traits my old person trait i i guess this really isn't like a trait but it kind of it reminds me of an old person my grandmother specifically we would always go on walks and instead of calling it a walk she would call it going to get the stink blown off of us so now when i'm going on walks and stuff like that and this might be because she's like here during this time period staying at my parents Wait, this is Carol? No, this is Carol. And she, so I'm always like, I'm going to get the stink blown off me. Like, that's just in my mind what I say. 
And I think that of it as like a refreshing exercise. Um, not that walking is like an old person thing, but <laughs> that's something. Um, I love to sleep in until <laughs> 11 a.m. And I feel like that's something that as an older individual you would do. Um, I don't know. I feel like I, my old person tendency is that I just love solitude. I love solitude. I could be alone by myself with like what I need and I would be totally fine. Mm. Totally fine. Absolutely. But I don't have a Diet Coke addiction. I don't like pop actually. Which is weird. Yeah. I never grew up drinking pop. I always had like those high C. Stop. Stop. You're like my friend from literally my friend, my best friend from like middle school, elementary school. She hated pop. Like literally never drank it, never had a taste for it. Like we always had juice boxes, like Capri Suns, because that was like her fave. Still is her fave. I'm pretty sure. Like I see them on her story sometimes. I love that for her. (laughs) I need to get some. some. No, they're so good. I don't blame her. Like sometimes work has them and I'm like, yeah. Oh my gosh, it's like the best treat ever. It's like a little childhood treat for your... But yeah, that's just weird that I now know two people that don't... But I'm obsessed. (laughs) I only really started drinking pop when I was in college. Otherwise, I didn't drink It's bad. My body craves it, but I think my taste buds are starting to hate it. Does that make sense? Yes, yes. You can overdo it, I feel like, on some things. Especially something that's like as acidic as pop when you drink it all the time like because like i'll still get them but like i won't finish it and i'm like throwing pop away at this point like because it will it'll get flat you know and then you don't <laughs> i feel like you did better though now not that you had a crippling addiction. i feel like during your pregnancy i did not see you drink as many diet cokes as you did when you were not Dylan didn't let me. (laughs) So that I'm dead. (laughs) He had to lock the Diet Cokes in the basement. No, he did. did. It was bad. I wanted them so... It's bad. It's bad. It's disgusting. But maybe it's just because I want more water. Like, that. maybe that's just why. But so, like, you know, when when you do something for so long, you kind of, like, I don't know, get out of the habit of drinking it. So maybe you don't, like, need it, and now your your body's, like, water. No, exactly. So I just need to, I need to do that with junk food and just start eating healthier. That's a whole nother story. Like, my other old person trait is just wanting, like, a meal delivery service. Like, why don't I get the Schwann's man to come to my house and knock on my door and just walk in, pet my dog, and say, here's the magazine, I got it in my truck, what do you want? And I want the fucking chicken stir-fry and fried rice because it's so good. I want, if anybody has a Schwann's man reference, like, how the fuck do I get a Schwann's man to come to my house? Joan's gonna hate me for saying this. We're going to get to need six to fit everything that I get from the Schwan. Then I would never get Chipotle again if I got Schwan. You know what? This is a conversation I need to have. No, that's facts. I mean, if you think about it, if you you think about like HelloFresh and that kind of stuff that people have started doing during quarantine because your schedule is swack, you know, that you, it's not easy to make meals and stuff like that. That's the fresh Schwan's man, if you ask me. 
Right. Like, if, <laughs> if you think about Copy. you see, like, what the difference is between actually going out and having to buy your groceries every month and doing that kind of thing. Like, is there a big financial No, I don't think so. I think if you go and spend $40 on breakfast food, that is preppable. Like, you can make fro- – like, you can get fresh food and make frozen your breakfast sandwiches – for cheaper than buying a four-pack of frozen Jimmy Dean sandwiches. Like, not to throw shade, but they're fucking expensive for a four-pack. Like, so we got stuff to... Oh my gosh, literally anything is expensive now. No, it is. So, like, if you just spend 30 to $40, like, every two weeks for breakfast food to prep and stuff like that, like, even cereal is cheap as fuck. Milk lasts you three weeks. So... That and then do an ordering service like that, you are spending so much less on groceries probably a month than you would if you went out and bought ingredients to make a meal that you're probably never going to make because it's on the recipe on your Pinterest board that you never check. Right. You just attacked me in every violent way possible. I I attacked myself. And I'm hoping my husband listens to this episode. Dylan, if you're listening... Or something Dylan, subscription. This is at my husband, and the title of this episode is "Dear Husband." So that way, when it comes up in a subscription box, he has to listen. For Valentine's Day, Abigail wants Hello Fresh. You said that this is a great idea for our money to be invested in. You bought stock. No, you bought stock in Hello Fresh. This is our welcome box. You just sign him up and be like, "This was your idea." Men love when things are their idea. I actually, the Schwanzman is all that I want, so that's the discussion I need to have. But regardless, my old man trait, or my old man, my old person trait is Diet Coke, and that came from my grand. And I bought stock in HelloFresh. No, I'm just kidding. I haven't done that. I didn't do that. Disclaimer, I didn't do that. I didn't do that. But, like, maybe. Look. <laughs> yeah. And so, honestly, my, welcome to my AA meeting, but. Oh, we'll look into it. We'll look into it. <laughs> I'm dead. So um, now that now that yeah, I don't really know how we got there. <laughs> we were talking about an old person trait, and yours is drinking diet coke. And yeah, because literally by the time I was probably I think three, like by the time I was crawling, I was going and stealing diet coke sips from his. Like he had those. Yes. Oh yes, yes, yes. Like um, yes, yes, yes. like refillable cups, like from like the nineties. He had them f- always. Oh, love the man with a straw oh, love and I would get, crawl right to it and steal Diet Coke sips because like I was like a baby I was literally a baby like I should not have had Diet Coke but that's why I'm so addicted to it like it's I think that's why like because I've had it from such a young age always available to me like I don't know if like I mean obviously I didn't drink it like my mom didn't offer it to me for every day right. But I lived with them for a while, so, like, if it was always on the counter, like, obviously, why wouldn't a kid choose to drink that over water? I grew up with Fruit Punch, and, like, still to this day, at any family gathering on my mom's side of the family, oh, oh, Sunny D, my mom used to get so much Sunny D, and that was, like, oh, it's so good, so good, so good. I used to blast through some Sunny D, that's oh, fucking so sure. Oh my god, best fake orange juice oh, out there. So good. No, literally. Rolling off of this topic, this is a really good thing. I just, what is 
something in your life that makes you most nostalgic and like takes you back. Just really something that you see, a vibe, an aesthetic actually, that just takes Actually, so like honestly, recently I've been falling back back into pop punk. I'm sure everyone's seen my TikTok. Um not even my TikTok. I posted it on my Instagram as well, but um I just I used to listen to pop punk music like All Time Low, The Main, um Pierce the Veil, Sleeping with Siren. Like the list goes on and on. Um and I was such an angsty teen and now that I am a more mature adult mother woman person, I usually listen to either sad music and R and B some rap and uh pop ariana grande mostly and then pop punk so like she has a variety of music sometimes we can sprinkle in a little bit of country for some spice but like not much hold back on it not too much yeah pop punk is one thing that makes me feel really nostalgic and like puts me back into high school like the good moments like hanging out with my high school friends and things like that like some like some really fun days and no honestly sorry dad but you I mean you knew that I did that so it's like not a surprise and you're probably not listening to this either but yes your angsty day sneaking out of the house yeah pop pop punk for sure or like seeing like cat dog or like any of those old like Nickelodeon cartoons the Amanda show like any of those things I really love that like 2000s style is coming back like everyone has hated it for so long but like I think we can do it in a tasteful way Mm -hmm. like I mean I know it got excessive at one point but like I got I just ordered some like baggier jeans and they're so comfortable like skinny jeans are not the move yeah like I wore them actually I don't know if I wore them while you were here but um I tried them on, yeah, when I yeah, got them. So they were, and they were super comfortable. And my cargo pants are super comfortable. The layering of the shirts is just awesome. I, I don't know. I'm like finding a new like style and vibe from it, and I love that it's also like from back in the day when I was like a kid. So, yeah, those things. Like it's like funny that I'm really nostalgic right now, and you ask me that question. <laughs> genuinely and just talking about it i feel like that aesthetic is like coming back into this generation and like probably more so the younger generation though just like having that aesthetic of those different i mean oh my god can we talk about the fact that like emma chamberlain brought back yoga pants like that is the craziest i just want to say as a 25 year old uh female who grew up in the era of victoria's secret yoga pants and i wore them to high school religiously flared leggings you mean like do not give emma chamberlain love emma chamberlain worship her subscribe to her on youtube those can we talk about gauchos those are the original love her but no credit to her for the fucking yoga pants not at all you cannot give a 21 year old credit 21 year old credit for wearing yoga pants that made me feel so old that made me feel violated no genuinely 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 which is what makes it crazy because sometimes i feel like that style and aesthetic is coming back and you're kind of like okay what the hell that used to be like something that i would 
you know, wear back in the day. But I feel like my mom says the same thing about her style Mm -hmm. is that we as a culture wear more things that, you know, she's like, oh, I used to wear that back in the day or I used to do that, which I think is kind of cool. I think it's something that like each generation takes something from the last my mom used to say that too, and my grandma used to say that too, yeah. which is even funnier because, like, I mean, your grandma, like, she's like above seventy usually when you're our, and it's a totally different generation, so it's hilarious. It's like, are you ser- like really like you guys used to do something like similar even, mm-hmm. in such a different like yeah, such a different time period, for sure. That's why sometimes I feel like the premise and the simplicity of being a human is like the same for everybody and then like we each get these little different pieces that you know we get to learn about each other and that's like what makes us unique but at the core of it we're all the same like regardless of what era or generation we were raised in as humans we all have like this baseline history repeats itself both good ways and bad ways but we're talking about the good ways and feeling nostalgic. Nostalgic. Something that made me feel nostalgic was the fact that the Backstreet Boys got together. Mm-hmm. I saw them in concert with Jesse McCartney and Polly D. No. From he- I was here and Polly D was at the TV. For the people that are not in my bedroom currently as we're recording this, <laughs> that's probably about, like, I don't know, 20 feet? I don't know, because we, we were in the pit, and then he was on the stage, and he was, like, pretty close to the front of the stage. So, like, maybe it was more than, like, that distance, but, like, I mean, I could see the features of his face, pretty much. So, like... That's so close to DJ Polly D. You can see the sweat dripping off of him. And, you know, he's sweating, because he's probably, like, on something. <laughs> he's doing his little fist pump air. His fist pumping. <laughs> Jersey Shore is Chef's Kiss. It's on Hulu, and this is not an ad, but <laughs> it's on. Is there new episodes on now, or is that only on the live TV? Not like the As new. This is like the old Jersey Shore. Like this is. So um, we had a conversation the other day, and to bring it back, we were talking about watching movies, and I don't know how we got to the topic of movies, but. We were talking about watching movies, and I don't know how we got to the topic of movies, but I was saying how I don't, I'm not really a fan of them. Like, I don't like watching them. Oh my god, I know exactly what you're going to say, and we are going to absolutely dissect this. Let's talk about it. No, I do as well. I don't know why. I want to figure out why this is. I hate movies, and it's it's not like I don't like the concept of them, and like I don't like the story behind them. I just don't have the patience to watch an hour and forty five minute film. I can't do anything else but stare at the TV screen. I have to pay attention, otherwise people are judging me. I can't talk. Because then people are like, what the fuck? I can't hear what they're saying. And like, what if we miss something? No, exactly. And I'm like, I just want someone to react with me and feel my emotions about this scene that just happened. And I can't do that because that's socially unacceptable. So I was talking to Liz about how I don't like movies. And she was like, I know this because... 
Well, do you want to say what she said? No, I do. Absolutely. Um, I was, <laughs> I know that you don't like movies because before I'm not even kidding you. I don't, I don't know at what point in the movie that this usually happens, but it's probably like at least 20 minutes. In. I, I was going to give you so much more credit than that. I was going to say 45, oh, but between 20. 20 to 45 minutes into a film. Depends on how bad the movie is. Facts. Abigail will have either chosen a new movie <laughs> or she will have looked up the complete plot and synopsis of the film and have everything figured out by the time that we are like halfway through the film. And then she'll fast forward <laughs> to the specific parts that she knows because she's read the synopsis. <laughs> Two in the film, and it is—it's a roller coaster. <laughs> There's honestly nothing wrong with it because it's—I don't think that you do it in every single like, movie. No, like that, it's I not know. like every time you watch a movie. But if we're watching something that's like, if we're watching something though that's like a little more slower, no, I think is yeah, when I don't. you have more of a tendency to be like, okay, we got to go to the end of this. <laughs> I got to know what's happening. Because <laughs> you can't just stop it once you've gotten to a point where you're so invested. It just makes sense to look up the entire plot. And it's not even that, like, I got to know what's happening. I think it's just because, like, I mean, I do. But I also think, like, sometimes the movie is just so bad that I'm like, fuck this. I don't want to watch this bad acting. I want to see the end of it and see what the storyline was at. Asking all your questions, like, wait, wait, what just happened? Like that, what was that? That Jeffrey Dahmer movie or something that took fucking forever to get to the fucking point and then it ended like so, like, just open. Oh, yeah, on Hulu with that Disney Channel guy, the blondie. Ross. I was like, this is so long and like, there was not even that much that happened. Like, there wasn't a climax, you know, none. It was so stale. So, like, those things, it just irritates me and I get anxious and like I can't do anything else because it's rude if I go to the kitchen and do fucking dishes or some shit. Can't have control of the remote during the middle of the, you know? Yeah. So, yeah, I do that. I do that. Yeah. Yeah. But she called me out on doing that and I was like, damn. You have seen me, and I didn't realize that that's what I did all the time, but I do do that all the time. Like, do you ever have a habit that you didn't realize was a habit until someone saw you? I don't know. I I don't... I mean, I can't say I don't have any weird things that I do because I am weird. Um, I guess something... No, I will say this. This is something weird that I do, and this kind of tails off of your um, looking up the synopsis and the plot of the movie. I will find a specific character that I am fictionally in love with, and I will go and f- like find out everything about that actor. I'll yes. find other films that they're in. I will find other TV shows, like whatever the that. case may be. You're, you're right. And I, I don't know if it's like I get like off on having comfort, like that's my thing and I will continue to watch things with people that I know, like it's just weird. But uh, yeah, I become like engrossed, engrossed in fictional characters 
engrossed. You do do that. You're you're right. You do. Same. I kind of feel like I take personal traits from each character from, like, my favorite character from each show that I watch, if that makes sense. Yeah, and I'm like, I am them, and they are me. It's incredible. I just, I, I don't know. So I'm, I don't know. I do that. That's kind of wonky. <laughs> <laughs> that will be edited out of here immediately. <laughs> okay, 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 okay. I have something to ask. I just thought of this. And this tails off of what we were just talking about. If you had to pick somebody, an actor or an actress, well, we'll have to say actress because we're women, to play you in a movie about your life, who would you pick? I want to say Sabrina Carpenter. <gasps> Twins. And, like, I like how she wears her eye makeup. So like I want her to just be herself and play me. <laughs> um, but like looks wise, probably Haley Williams. She's a vibe in herself, a hundred percent. And she's a very dope person. What about you though? Who would play me? Personality wise, I feel like Gina Rodriguez would play me. <gasps> Yes, absolutely. I really, truly, 100%. If I didn't have social anxiety, I would be her. I would be her. Looks-wise, no, genuinely. Looks-wise, I genuinely have no idea. I have no idea who would play me. Right now, probably little Xan, given my haircut. Get the fuck out. (laughs) That is the question of the week. Who does Liz look like? We're on the hunt. Who does Liz look like? Well, on a different topic, this is like off the left wall. But since we're just chatting away, this is a serious question and I genuinely want to know. Pad? What the hell? We're just out here spilling our guts. (laughs) I will be very, very, very brutally honest with you right off the bat. Tampon. I cannot and I shouldn't say that because I've definitely used pads before but there is something I get I can't I can't I it's like I get this fixation that it's so everyone uncomfortable everyone no. and then it becomes unbearable does that make sense you know what I mean like I just like convince myself that it's uncomfortable so I'm like I can't use it right so I'm like oh, I just can't use it but I mean I'm not like Pro one or the other. I'm pro whatever you think is best for you. But for me personally. I mean, you clearly are, but you're not judging. Yeah. Even panty liners. Do you ever use those? What's a panty? Is that like the thinner ones? Very thin. Yes. Okay. I'm very familiar with those queens. Very familiar with those queens. Very thin. Like those are not for your period. Yes. Yeah. That's like, yeah. I remember when I, back in my middle school days, um, when I was, I was becoming a woman, oh. I, um, I talked to my, my mother, Amy Patente, if you're listening to this, thank you. Thank you so much. She was a blessing during this transition. She was like outside the bathroom door, coaching me on how to do this, hyping me up. It was incredible. And I was having a full blown meltdown. So I think that I like convinced, I just like did it. So I convinced myself that this is, I'm like, I'm going to stick to tampons. I never really thought about it in another way, but my mom said that when she was going through it, nobody ever told her about tampons. So all she used 
was pads until she found out, which I think is crazy. Like, it just, I guess, depends on who you're, like, learning that knowledge from and what their preference was. Really? Okay, so what's your preference? Let's talk about that. We can see that I'm on the big T. Yeah, you are. I I don't really care now. I don't care either way now that I've used both. I I get the convenience of a tampon. I like the convenience of a tampon. I like the comfort of a tampon. But sometimes I just like... There's a different comfort about a pad, if that makes sense. So it's just a different, I don't know, it's a different comfort level. You can be, f- but I think you're going to say free balling. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but it's not. Um, it's like, it's, it, I don't know, you don't feel constricted. No, exactly. I guess, yeah. So, uh, yeah, you don't feel anything. And But, I mean, I didn't, so I, it's not free balling. Anyway, um, I like didn't have my period for a very long time so like I didn't get my period I'm pretty sure until after my mom passed away and uh my mom my stepmom and my dad just got me tampons and pads to try both but my friend had gotten her period before and I'm not gonna spill her beans because that is just rude and disrespectful but basically no very vulnerable moment in her life but like she had a similar story to yours about tampons and like kind of traumatic and like kind of like what the fuck was she supposed to do with it? No, like you look at it and you're like, there's no way this is going inside my body. This is supposed to go where? No, exactly. (laughs) At a vulnerable moment in life. (laughs) So um, that could have happened and I was there to like witness it. So I remember that in the back of my mind. And um, I kind of just went for the tampon and I was like, this isn't bad. I don't know if it's right, but like it's not bad. And then I... uh, use pads and I don't really care either way during my pregnancy I obviously had to use a shit ton of pads so um now I kind of loathe them because they became very uncomfortable throughout the pregnancy but and it's weird that there's the pressure around like getting your period like did you ever did you feel bad about not having your period yet like other people getting it before you or were you one of the first ones um no I mean I don't know I think that that's like I feel like as a woman and this might sound like the smallest thing ever but that's like a big choice as a woman that's a big choice and that's a big moment that you go through and I feel like how you go through it personally like how you're coached and helped and supported through it like makes all the difference in the world because it can be so awkward to go through um I as I remember it I don't believe I was the first out of like my core group of girlfriends at the time in middle school but I do remember kind of like wondering when it was going to happen so I do think that I was kind of on the tail end I was definitely on the tail end but I definitely pretended that I got it earlier than I did are you serious no Oh my gosh, I don't know that there was any, I don't really remember it being like a big deal. It wasn't a big deal, but I personally felt insecure because I was just insecure as a human being at that age. I just didn't have much structure. Yeah, so like, I don't know. All of my friends, I felt like all my friends had it, so I pretended that I got it. And I don't think I ended up getting it until like, not a year later, but like maybe half a year later. And then I got it. Yeah. I mean, that's a time where like so much, yeah, so much is going on. Like you're developing as a woman. You are getting like into your maturation. A lot's happening. My school was toxic as fuck. 
bro. I feel like we were all just like such (laughs) but I mean if you think about it like back in high school back in middle school we were so different and had such different priorities oh my god myself in high school like I just feel bad for anybody that knew me sometimes I think that but I'm like I kind of like I some it's like the moment where you look back on something and you just like cringe like that's my entire high school experience but I also had a ton of great moments which is like why you gotta love to hate high school but even middle school but but like genuinely I feel like as a woman and I don't know how this is on the male perspective obviously I don't have a brother I don't have anybody and I'm certainly not going to ask my father about this but on a female end like at that like 14 15 year you're like going through a lot man you're getting your hormones mm-hmm. you're getting your period like you are at a time of your life where oh my gosh boys are cute and you know what your friends are mean and so it's hard like it's hard it's so hard so I I just I sometimes I pat myself on the back for literally like making it through middle school and like sometimes I think being like my age now is hard but back then I would I would never I would live a thousand days of my life today than my life back then (laughs) and just to go through yeah I mean, it's such a big developmental part of your Such a big part. I would never want to live my life over again like that. No. I would never do it again. I went through that for a reason, man. Every some, You know what? Do I have to repeat what Abigail once said? Things happen for you, not to you. <laughs> I think it said about six times in that episode. I, you, oh, I'm dead. I, uh, no, it's, yeah, I mean... I can't imagine, dude. I think about how I had such like a blissful experience with that kind of stuff. I know that there are some horror stories out there, that there are some terrible experiences. My heart goes out to those individuals who are affected by those terrible experiences. Seriously. And the women that have to like go on birth control because their periods are so bad. Oh my, like the literal health concerns behind that. Can't imagine. Regardless of the reason, like there's a, there's a, natural health it's reason not, that i know and i feel bad and they're made fun of for being on it but it's a literal health concern and i just want to stop the stigma on birth control like sometimes it's a serious reason why people go on it it's it's none of anybody else's business besides the person who's taking it so fuck off and if anybody has an issue just play them that audio clip period um i want to interrupt this really cool conversation to say that our last episode that we just posted an hour ago um has six listeners wow hi well i mean i guess this is gonna be posted next week so hi in the in the future (laughs) but hello again i hope you're back um that's really cool of you guys to keep coming back i want to cry thinking about it we're thanking you again because we're emotional this is insane that is really cool like we yeah oh my gosh we love you guys so much it's Honestly, it's no, genuinely, it's so much fun to like just sit here and be able to share all of these different things, topics, and concepts with our listeners for you guys because we love you. I just want to help anybody. So that's all we have for you guys today. Um, thank you so much for the third time this episode. Genuinely, we love you guys. Thank you so much please let us know i'm not even like i'm i'm oh my gosh tampons or pads 
<laughs> pads or tampons and this may seem like a very weird question but like think about it think about it does your choice have to do something with like your personality traits right. like do you pick a tampon because you need to be more in control I don't know I don't know I think maybe that's why I do it and that's why I just said that <laughs> I genuinely think that though I think the reason I can't wear a pad is I get so nervous that it's not going to like serve its full purpose that I just think wearing a tampon is just filling the entire job. I am so intrigued. I am so intrigued. Oh my gosh. I really want to know. And after you listen to this episode, let us know. And if any males are listening to this episode, I hope you stop listening at about like 39 minutes because this episode was bad for you. And if you have the audacity, like you always do to insert your opinion, shove the tampon up your ass. <laughs> and stay to codependent follow us at codependent girls subscribe rate us love you guys xoxo goodbye